Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Welcome back. This is hour number three of VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the VSIN studios at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Oh, boy, Wes. Monday Night Football really went from uh, zero to 100 real quick, huh? If the, if the Saints lose this game, what an awful loss. It would be a, it would be a season-ending loss. I mean, just pathetic. And, and, you know, we've been talking about you know, how bad Todd Bowles has been tonight. And he's been horrific. Don't let anybody else fool yeah. you. Den- Dennis Allen, you know, is a – well, actually, he's a tremendous slouch in that department. De- Dennis Allen, just dreadful, and he really has been all season. Uh, yeah. While we got a break in the action, though, Gonzaga survives in the kennel. They do not cover. They were 15-point favorites, but they get by a very game Kent State Golden Flashes bunch, 73-66, to 66, so 69 straight games at home. For the Zags. Yeah. Uh, Elliot actually looked it up there. He said it, what, it was all the way back in 2015 was the last time they lost a home non-conference game. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I, was like, I was like, I don't think I ever covered them losing in a game like that. And checks out. I was right. not there in 2015. Um, but back on Monday Night Football, if you were away or weren't watching the game, uh, during the break, what happened? The Saints went ahead and punted and went three and out on their drive. But on second down, it was the Carl Nassib sack. Third down. Andy Dalton with probably one of the best throws of his career mm-hmm. up the seam to Taysom Hill, but then Keanu Neal absolutely laid the wood to knock the ball out of Taysom Hill's hands, and that forced an incomplete pass, meaning the Bucks got to save one of their timeouts. 
they get the ball back with 2.40 left. Now here we sit. Tampa Bay just picked up a first down right before the two-minute warning. So the Bucks are kind of near the 50-yard line with, I believe, two timeouts left. No, one timeout, sorry. They have one timeout left and a chance to drive and take the lead in this game, which is something I never thought I would say after I watching know. the first three I, quarters. I, 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 you know, I can feel that the score is actually coming. I just want it to come with, like, no time left on the clock. Yeah, no time for a potential woo-woo, pitchy-pitchy I know. action. I know. That's what worries me a little bit here. Uh, You've seen too many games. Yeah, I, I have. And I just I just, I just can kind of, you know, I'm like the weekend. I feel it coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, right now over at DraftKings, they don't quite feel it coming because they still have the Saints minus 135 on the money line, Tampa plus 105. Here is a, it's a fresh set of downs for uh, for Brady and the Bucks. So as they were going to break, they're actually showing the Brady and the Goat stuff. It's- I believe the last win they just showed this. They can always come up with a stat. It's amazing. They've lost the last sixty nine games when trailing by eight or more in the fourth quarter. I think the twenty twelve Panthers was the last time Tampa Bay came back from that kind of deficit in the fourth quarter. And look, well on their way now. And now in New Orleans territory, second and two from the uh, forty one. Look. Uh, you know, New Orleans was going for the kill there too, and Dalton threw oh, yeah. a good pass. And just, I commend them for yeah. dialing. I thought I was like, so. Oh, I will give be- them at least credit for that. But still, you should you should have put this game away. Wow, As Leonard that. Leonard Fournette right up the middle there, thirty yard line. Tampa Bay still has one timeout left to play with here. I that last New Orleans third down, I would have bet a lot of money that they were going to run a draw play mm-hmm. or a screen. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they threw the ball down the field, you tip the cap. But right now, Tampa has it on the 31-yard line and looking like they're poised to get in position to score. And, and, and Tom whoa. Brady, I, he was down there. That's, that's not going to be a fumble uh, for the Honey Badger. But, yeah, I mean, you can kind of feel like, you know, this is he knows how to pick this apart in this situation. We saw him do it. Remember when he, uh, they, he went to tie against Green Bay? I think they missed the two because they got a procedure penalty. Yeah earlier in the season uh, and and then obviously beat the Rams uh, with that drive late. So here you go as Brady does overthrow his tight end, Kate Otten, who's kind of kind of been his main man tonight. Yeah. You know, we've been waiting to see if the tight end kind of emerges. Uh, Kate Otten, by the way, has nine targets, so not quite his main man. That's been Godwin with 11 targets, but this is the most I've seen Kate Otten used in this offense all year. Slowly but surely, he's starting to become the guy for this uh, for this Bucks offense. But this is typically the situation. There's always that moment in a two-minute drive to where the defense kind of catches its breath. And this might be that moment here for New Orleans because now they're starting to dial up some stuff that's throwing Tampa off. We'll mm-hmm. see if they can get pressure. As uh, just as I say that, Tom Brady hits Scotty Miller for another first down. Right. So Brady's right in his element. There, there is plenty in. of time. And man, by the way, uh, recall that Tampa Bay does have that one timeout remaining. Uh, not going to use it just yet. I think maybe once they get inside the ten for a goal to go, mm-hmm. then maybe you use it if you need to. And wow, is that Julio that made that catch? I believe so. Uh, there was Jeez. there was some contact there both ways, but Julio adjusts his body midair. So now. 27 seconds left to go. And look, uh, Tampa Bay wants to score with obviously as least time yeah. as possible. So first and goal from the five. And is that Time, a timeout? Uh, timeout. I think it might have been a timeout for New Orleans. That, so, de- that, defense needs, uh, that defense needs a water break. They need some high-quality H2O, I think, at this point to get this stop. Yeah. 
just a couple of unbelievable passes from Brady there. His receivers, for some reason now, are catching every contested pass when they were yeah. doing that for about three and a half quarters. Yeah, yeah maybe. Brady hits Scotty Miller for one, and then he hits Julio Jones on one a catch we have not seen Julio make in about three years. Dennis Allen uh, might have wanted to call timeout maybe about two or three minutes ago. Yeah, because he's put himself in a situation where now he has to get a goal line stop. And, and Brady has been calm with letting the clock wind all the way down. 19 seconds to go. That's enough for four plays. And they could even call a run play if they wanted to because they still have the timeout. So the entire playbook is still out there for, for the Buccaneers. Now, I doubt we would see a run as he just hits Godwin over the middle for a touchdown. With 16 seconds Unbel- left to go. Unbelievable. How many, is there a flag, though? I think there might be a flag on the play. It's uh, we'll see what the crew is holding on Tampa. Wow. Wow. How's that for a plot yeah. twist? Yeah, they, they don't have the uh, Don, uh, Smith again. How is that for a plot twist? So yeah. they called Donovan Smith the left tackle for a hold. Brady had hit Chris Godwin and, for a touchdown. And, and, and that's, it is a, that's a, hold. a hold. It's a hold. That's a hold. You can't hug a guy. What a throw by Brady. My God. I mean, he, <laughs> he, he he was getting him in a bear hug like the big show, man. It's about the, Remember the rest of the big show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yes. is the big show? Or the giant, if you were a WCW <laughs> yep. guy. Shout out, shout out to Paul White. Uh, but yeah, the holding wipes out the touchdown. So now it's second and goal after an incomplete pass on first and goal. Second and goal on the 15 yard line for the Bucks. And now this is much more difficult to convert because now. Saints could kind of sit back and say, all right, we're going to clog up the pass lanes, guard the, the, the goal right, line, right. and make you try to check it down underneath. Now, they do have the timeout, though, which helps. So if you're Brady, I feel like you can still take some of these check downs here. Uh, the Bucks at last check were the, oh, ooh, Godwin, Godwin. Uh, going to get out of bounds there with eight seconds left to go. I think they marked him out at, what, the six? Yeah, so Tampa right now is third and goal from about the six. They're minus 220. You could bet New Orleans plus 180 to get a stop. Mm-hmm. In this game, <laughs> people are so afraid to go because this is yeah, Tom. How many, goat, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, he is, I think, past his prime, but still, he can do this. Yeah, it's now, amazing. The throw to the touchdown we thought was to Godwin was unbelievable, but imagine plus 180 for New Orleans to just get a stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. Tampa is minus 220 in this situation as we get another timeout. So now this is becoming like a basketball situation where it's like, yeah. all right, let's see how they line up, call timeout. Now, New Orleans used the timeout, up. though, yeah. not Tampa Bay. Yes, Keep in New mind Orleans. they have one. Look, you would expect they're going to what, – whatever, if this isn't converted, that they're going to get a playoff. And maybe Tampa, you know, goes ahead and takes another timeout. You know, I, I'm sure that – I'm guessing Todd Bowles gave him two plays, though, right there. Would Tampa dare run the football? You have a timeout. It is it is from the six, though. Which is why. Now, now, is I, why now I don't think New Orleans would expect it at all. And, and that's why I ask. I'm like, would New Orleans expect them to run the football? I don't think they would. But then and again, the, man, that's been such a topic of conversation down there where it's like. They can't run man, it. Man, we well. can't run the ball. We, yeah. we, we can't run it here. We're going to get absolutely lambasted. Brady is going to throw to Rashad White for the touchdown. And he's in. Unbelievable. Three seconds left to go. Unfreaking believable <laughs> sports book here at this at the circuit resort and casino. We're seeing high fives, people cheering Tom Brady seemingly pending the extra point because it is now tied 16 all with three seconds left connects with Rashad white on a six yard touchdown on third and goal. 
11 plays, 63 yards, 226. It, it, this, this guy has – how many times has he done it to teams? Yeah, and Byron Leftwich with the big smile, no NA. I got But it's pending the extra point. It is. Pending the extra point. We'll see what happens here. Uh, very big play, and it's good, but there's but, a flag. Yeah, there is, there is a flag. Now we'll yeah. see if this is maybe unsportsmanlike on New Orleans, or maybe trying to jump over the. Yeah, center. I don't know if they call if that's leaping or because obviously New Orleans has a very much incentive to try to block the extra point to yes. force overtime. Yeah, and it's unsportsmanlike, unsportsmanlike yeah. on, on the uh, on the defense. Yeah, I think so it's that's leaping be or they, they either were leaping or they hit the center. Boy, and 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 you know what? Uh, just looking to see if this holds up. Uh, Unbelievable. West. Tampa Bay, by the way, that put them at six and six. So that would give them a game and a half lead over the Falcons. And then a two game lead over Carolina and be two and a half over New Orleans. New Orleans would be in dead last. So I I got to survive the uh, squib kick in the in the pitch deal here, which is a very legitimate possibility with, how, how, <laughs> with this how, situation, because it's going to be a, a situation to where they're trying to toss it around, you would think. Would you rather them return the kick or or it to be a touchback? Uh, I'd probably rather them return the kick. Because, Same here. You know, because they, they could get, like, a, a sack fumble deep in their own ends, you know, deep yeah. in their own end. So. And, we, and we saw the touchback thing hurt the Eagles. At least on, on the move, Washington. there's a chance, you know, the ball gets kicked or – you know, something like that. There's a lot less of a chance of that, I think, on a kick return. Well, we're heading to break. Either way, the Bucks lead it 17-16 with three seconds to go. Brady does it again. We'll see how this concludes on the other side. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, 
John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my, my day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free to play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details and drink responsibly. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the VEASAN Studios at the Circa Resort and Casino. Wow. Uh, what was an ugly game for about two hours and 55 yeah. minutes turned into another chapter in Tom Brady's great career. There needs to be a full cooler of <laughs> ice cold beer in front of number 12's locker. Um, Unbelievable. He absolutely bailed this team out when he had to. And look, it's he's already season. done it this year. He did it for me when I had him on the money line against the Rams uh, earlier Same. this season. Yeah, so, right of one of those, you yeah. know, I mean, that that's just what that's just what he does. He can get it done in the clutch. And, you know, I guess that never leaves you no matter what your age is. You know, yeah. maybe maybe it's Aaliyah. Age ain't nothing but a number, especially <laughs> in the two minute drill for Tom Brady. But <coughs> wow, it was just... kind of a it was kind of a dirt fest between the two coaches that we saw tonight. <laughs> I think, I think that's a good way to put it there. And I know they've got you choked up just by how sick the performance was uh, from these coaching staffs. But but it's Brady and the Bucks went at 17-16. Saints cover. Uh, Brady and those guys went out right. The game goes under the total there. Um, but I, I, bailing out the Bucks, I think, yeah. is a really good way to put it. Because by hook or crook, it feels like Tom Brady is going to drag Todd Bowles and this Tampa Bay Buccaneers outfit to the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Now they are six and six, and I believe uh, how much of a lead? I believe that gives them a one and a half game lead yeah. over the Atlanta. As he Falcons, hugs Tristan Wirfs. He's yeah. like, "Come back, please." Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I need you, please, man. This guy Donovan Smith was 
Killing me. Yeah, please come Killing back. Killing me tonight. But what, I mean, uh, Den- Dennis Allen, I mean, you know, Todd Bowles. Uh, and, and, and by the way, you know, when Tampa Bay takes the lead there in the final seconds, I get uh, somebody doing the little uh, snitch tag, the old takes exposed, like, you know, because I tweeted a cowardly lion gif from the Wizard of Oz about mm-hmm. Todd Bowles when he punted. Which is not wrong. Yeah, no, it's not old ex- takes expose, you simp. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. It is not. And, and what, it defeats It defeats my point because the Bucks won the game. So that means Todd Bowles coached a great game? No, the greatest oh, of all time did what the greatest of all time do. There's always a bunch of jerk-offs on Are Twitter. Are you kidding I don't even get annoyed as much. I <laughs> yeah. used to get annoyed by this, but I don't even do it yeah. as much anymore. But I was like... What are you talking about? Every, like everyone's always trying to like, play gotcha. Like, like, like I would rather just tell me, you know, just say, you know, just insult me or something, rather than saying something where I'm totally right on the point. But the thing is that it's 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 factually wrong to tag old takes as poster because yes. we all saw the game, and despite the Buccaneers winning, it's still true. Like, <laughs> so it's yeah. like just you're wrong, and you just want to play gotcha. But whatever, I don't even want to waste time on those people. Um, but yeah. it, it, it's funny because you we've talked about this all throughout the NFC kind of discussions, and you've you've always brought up about how like I talked about the Buccaneers being a team that I really don't want to play from the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Tonight is one of those reasons. Is because while we were putting the dirt on this Buccaneers team, and I thought rightfully so. Apparently, Tom Brady had other ideas. I said. I don't think the Bucs can go down and score two drives, driving the length of the field, scoring touchdowns. And Tom Brady, I, I don't know if he just gets into the zone when he gets to two-minute situations and he gets into the no huddle, but I still will put my head up and say, regardless what their record is, you do not want Tom Brady coming into your building in January. I don't give yeah. a damn if they're 7-10, and 10, and that's what their record is to win the division. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will play Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, if I'm the opposing, Dak Prescott, Geno Smith, all these other guys, before I line up to play Tom Brady. Right. Despite what the other 52 guys are doing. Right. And, and look, it's, it's because if, if, if you leave these guys in the game, look, the Saints had a chance to and, – and they really – They should have won You would have think that 13 would have been enough. You know, even we agreed. I thought six was enough. Yeah, even we agreed to kick the field goal like sixteen to three. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't see them getting seventeen, and that's what they do. But Tom Brady, fourteen of eighteen on the last two drives and two touchdowns for one hundred eighteen yards. He's the greatest of all time. Don't and 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 don't and don't play man against the guy. Yeah, you know. I, I, you know, Dennis Allen was like stuck there in man coverage and you know wouldn't call timeout earlier. You know, finally, when they get down, I think what, what it might have been like the five-yard line. It was certainly inside a goal-to-go situation. Then he's like, oh, man, my guys need a water break. My guys need a break here. They needed a break probably about 50 or 60 yards ago yeah, when, when, when they made two quick first downs on that drive, Tampa Bay. And, and that's the thing is that he – and I get it. When you're up six, it's like, all right, well, I don't want to give them free timeouts. So he was trying to – you're kind of playing the game of chicken – at that point, about who's going to call the first timeout. Mm-hmm. But you also kind of wanted to make sure you left yourself with some time in case he scored. Because if they scored a touchdown, all right, you just need to get a field goal to go ahead and win the game. So you don't need uh, the full allotment of timeouts. You could drive down there and kick a field goal with two chunk plays. But it just came down to a situation where Dennis Allen was like in a standoff 
with Tom Brady, who was absolutely in his element once again. Mm. We've seen him do this. I don't know how many times he's let a game-winning drive in his career. What is it, like 100 and something? Like It's, I, it's I, ridiculous. I, I think they were showing it as I was coming back. Uh, we had a break in the segment at the top of the hour. I think he was tied with Peyton Manning. Really? I believe for the fourth quarter in OT drives. Wow. And, and, and now he possibly passes him yeah. against Peyton Manning's father's old team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me, let me, I'll try to clarify that stat. Yeah, the uh, 44th come from behind win, by the way, in the fourth quarter slash overtime. That's it? Peyton Manning uh, had the record with 43. Did it in 43 in 296 games. Brady, of course, has played substantially longer, mm-hmm. 373. Still, that does not minimize the accomplishment. <sighs> Man. You could have told me 44 or 74. I'd have believed you. Right. Because right. I feel like every time he's in this situation, he just gets it done. I, I, I mean, he's done it really, uh, I think, at least three times this year that I can recall. Of course, tonight, the Rams. Green Bay, now they missed the two to tie the game because somebody got like an illegal procedure and yeah. that pushed him like five yards back. I, mean, I think it was actually a delay of game. Delay of yeah, game, delay that's of right, because they didn't was, get yeah. the play in. Yeah, they didn't get the play Like in. we were talking about with the coaching staff that uh, that uh, a certain person on the Twitter machine is like, you're wrong. Yeah, they won the game. You're wrong. And then, ah, I, co- and then ah. I come back, I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Don't let these pussies push you around, okay? You know, sometimes you got to push back a little bit. Most of the time I say ignore. Scan, discard, select, move on, like you're taking an SAT. But sometimes sometimes you got you got to just kind of let them know what time it is, you know? Yeah. And, and Tom Brady has always been letting people know what time it is. Yeah, he, he knew, erases his fourth was TB12 time, and that's his time oh, Wow, is in the fourth quarter in the two-minute drill. And, and, Unbelievable. And what's funny is that like, we were laughing about it right before that third down play there when God went out of bounds. The Bucks third and goal from the six. Now, this is an uh, obvious pass situation at this point, and they were minus 220. The market and, had that much faith. And look, in Tom Brady. I, and I, I was I wasn't wanting to take the Saints. You didn't see me jump no, in, did you? Yeah, because I told you I was like plus one eighty on the Saints. All they, in here. all they need to do is get a stop. Because I, I even kind of said, you know, half joking but half serious. I was like, well, they're gonna score. I'm just hoping they did. They score with the least amount of time. I even you did told say you that. that. Yeah, you did. The say least that. amount of time on the clock because I don't want you know Dalton have to drop back. He gets pressured and pick six. That could have happened, and then mm. that would have been you know. Uh, That'd have been a tough one. That'd been unfortunate, at least for me. That would have been a tough one if that happened. Um, but man, yeah, Tom Brady, what a what a performance um, on those final two drives. It still doesn't erase what we were talking about. And I think that's kind of as we mm-hmm. kind of continue to ra- recap this game uh, for the remainder of the show. We can't lose sight of the fact that Tampa Bay looked like crap. <laughs> they looked they're, like they're, crap. they're they're not a good team. They're not a good. Team. They're bad. But like we mentioned, though. Someone has to win this division. Yeah. And I just, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I am frightened with having to go to Tampa Bay, wild card weekend, Mm -hmm. and having to look Tom Brady in the eye and say, hey, we're the team that's going to have to try to end your career. I, like, uh, I don't want to have to be the one that does that. You're like, we, we need, you need Philadelphia to start Just to having the pressure, you know. Or, yes. You know, you get closer, you know, and what, what we call butthole pucker in time where it's like you got the pressure and it's yeah. like you get really tight and maybe Dallas can make up this two-game tell- deficit. I'm telling you, man, like everyone wants to write these guys off. And I, I don't think they can ever win a Super Bowl because they just don't have a good enough team. But for one playoff game, 
mm-hmm. they're going to be a difficult out because of Tom Brady. And 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 maybe me saying Tampa Bay is bad is a little bit unfair. It's not. But they're they bad. Are, but well, they <laughs> they're, are. They're they bad. were at the bare minimum highly high highly average, I should say. Mm-hmm. Six and six minus two overall scoring margin. Zero oh, and four, by the way, against the AFC, but three and one against the division. And look, even with the divisional games fewer. And with only four teams in a division, not like the old days where you had five teams and you had eight division games, mm-hmm. they still matter a great deal. Oh, yeah. They matter a great deal as Tampa Bay continues to have its hold on this NFC South division as they improve to 500 on the season. Not sure that's how many had it uh, in, in vision for how it'll be done, but the Buccaneers will get the victory 17-16 to 16 as they fail to cover, but the game goes under the total we'll recap more on the other side here this is vsin live bet tonight this is vsin live bet tonight with femi abebefe and wes reynolds live from the circus sportsbook on vsin the sports betting network Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook here calling all soccer fans to lace up your boots with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds recapping the crazy finish mm-hmm. to Monday Night Football tonight between the New Orleans Saints and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers go ahead and win it 17-16. Saints cover the three and a half as the game goes under the total of 40 and a half as well. Or, uh, the cut Saints cover the three. It's yeah. a close three minus yeah. 125. Some places at three and a half. Uh, game does go under the total of 40 and a half bucks get a much-needed win in this NFC South race. They improved to 6-6. Six and six. And now, turning our attention to next week, as we kind of slowly recap what we saw tonight, now they're going to face Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers, which is a game that became winnable after the a, unfortunate a, 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 injury. A, by the so. way, a, batter, a battle of maybe the, uh, the best two Mr. Irrelevance, perhaps, in history. We'll see. I mean, Purdy, it's only one game. But mm. Ryan Suckup, of course, the uh, oh, kicker for right. Tampa Bay. Because yeah. I was looking, I was like, who have been Mr. Irrelevant? I was like, well, if, if Purdy ends up winning this game, he maybe goes up to number two on the Mr. Irrelevant is, like, is Suck up the greatest one? I, he might, he, I think he is the GOAT. Is I was kind of looking. I was like, do any of these guys make the Pro Bowl or anything? So, uh, <laughs> look, when, I guess when you look at, at, at Tampa Bay uh, and uh, as New Orleans is on the bye. By the way, the bye week teams next week, Atlanta, Chicago, Green Bay, Indianapolis, New Orleans, Washington. Not all those teams need a mm. bye, even though uh, Washington probably was fortunate to get a tie. Yesterday against the yeah. Giants. So, I, what's up with these Heineke passes? And I asked Michael Lombardi on the GM Shuffle podcast the same question. I was like, "Is the ball just greased? Like, no defender right. can ever catch any of his horrendous passes that he throws." Right. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I don't mean, understand it. And, and and it just seemed like I mean, yeah, some was... some of these quarterbacks, like, it almost feels like they're the same guy. Like, like mm-hmm. almost like Heineke and Mike White are like the same guy. It it just seems like they both play devil may care and getting you know make a couple bad throws. But uh, nevertheless, next week Tampa Bay is in San Francisco. But before we get into that, uh, these divisional 
divisional games have been going under at a pretty good clip, especially if they're outdoors. I believe this now makes it 26-11-1 this season. Wow. Divisional games outdoors, you know, obviously. Uh, some of the indoor stadiums, a little bit of faster tracks. Those mm-hmm. are not included. But uh, Tampa Bay and now in San Francisco, this was five and a half on the look ahead. I think clearly that was before Jimmy G's uh, injury yesterday. So now ballpark at three and a half. So I guess Jimmy G worth two points. That kind of seems right, uh, I, I would think. So this is going to come out, I think, probably i don't know if it'll come out at three i kind of think three is too low but i think three and a half might be right but it also i mean first of all if you're jimmy g you're like damn i'm only two points better than brock Purdy." right (laughs) like right like we're talking about mr irrelevant versus a quarterback who's won like four or five exactly exactly (laughs) yeah and been to a super bowl uh, the the total by the way 41 and a half did go down to 37 and a half so look Mm. You know, that was probably even before tonight's result, really, because we know Tampa's offense has very much struggled. Uh, So, you know, looking at this, obviously, there's always a big game for Tom Brady because he was a 49er fan. He's Bay Area kid. So this is always, I think, very, very special to him, Uh, you know, you know, and it's got to be anyway, because you're right in the heat of a playoff chase. But, you know, there's always those every little motivation counts, you know, when we see guys that are former players like we saw it with Malik Hooker against the Colts last night on Sunday Night Football. We certainly saw it with Bobby Wagner, who had a great game for the Rams against Seattle. Turned the clock back yesterday. Even though Seattle got the win. So, you know, these hometown games, these do matter, and these are things that kind of get ignored that it do sometimes end up mattering in terms of uh, how things play out. Yeah, And there's the reports that maybe deep down Tom Brady once wanted to become a San Francisco 49er because mm-hmm. that was his childhood team. Joe mm-hmm. Montana was childhood idol. So uh, maybe there's something to that in terms of a storyline. As for uh, to wrap up tonight's prop action, uh, we were discussing this during the break there that the five out of the five props, the most bet on props over at DK, four of them won. The Jarvis Landry under receiving yards, that yep. goes ahead and cashes. Yeah, of course, he had that it's, big drop before the first half. Yeah, that, that could have been something that uh, that denied that one. But, hey, you know, that's betting. Tom Brady over one and a half passing TDs took all the way till the very end to cash that. Olave over receiving yards. Olave is turning into a really reliable weapon there for Andy Dalton. Dalton under passing attempts, 32 and a half. That goes under. The only one that didn't win was Brady under 25 and a half passing completions. Brady needed every single one yeah, of did. his 36 completions tonight to go ahead and get this win. So You know, you know what is really amazing to me, even more so than the comebacks and seeing this happen over and over again. This guy's 45 years old and he's throwing 54 times a game. He led the league by the way in passing attempts last year at 44, so I mean, how do you, how does your body hold up? He must be doing some awesome stretches. I mean, he must be getting, uh, you know, making trips to Germany and yeah. getting those stem cells uh, or something. El- Elliot's saying the avocado ice cream, perhaps, he, he, kicking he, in on this. He's got something. I mean, you could tell he's aged a little bit in the face, but, man, he's got to be in just incredible shape yeah. to be able to do that. I mean, you know, we're no seeing – No strawberries. I know that's a part of the diet. We're seeing guys in their late 30s that are barely hanging on like Matt Ryan last night, like Roethlisberger. Yeah. These guys are like – barely hanging on you know and this guy is 45 years old for god's sakes and it looks like he could play another year or two the fascinating thing about it is that and i think 
there's always a kind of a pivot in every great player's career. Tom Brady, when he tore his ACL in 2008 and missed pretty much the entire season, mm-hmm. I think that's when he sort of adopted this TB12. Because during the rehab process, I think he became maniacal about, I need to get back to being an elite football player. I can't let this injury deter the rest of my career. And I'm sure through the rehab process and talking to other folks, he crafted this TB12 method that now has him sitting here in 2022. At 45 years old, still getting it done on the mm-hmm. field. So uh, he's not one of the five best quarterbacks in the league anymore, but he's probably one of the five scariest in the league. That dude is Michael Myers. He's right. Jason Voorhees. He, he's the, Freddy Krueger. He's every one of those geriatric guys. scares the hell out of I'm you. I'm telling you, he's the, the cowboy. He's the boogeyman. He is the boogeyman. And, and the and hell, he almost pulled it off last year against uh, the Rams when they were down 27 to 3. Mm-hmm. They almost pulled that out and, and denied the Rams a Super Bowl. Like, like the guy is the absolute boogeyman uh, come big games. And I'm telling you, I'm you your know, you boogeyman. <laughs> yeah. That's what I am. <laughs> Not quite that one. Here to do whatever I can. <laughs> but you don't want to see this dude when it comes down to, to nut cutting time. That's all I'll say. Yes. Um, but yeah, so 17 16. Uh, the the Bucks but, go ahead and win, but like like who's gonna get them in this division? Uh, uh, I don't know. You know, a, a New New Orleans man. It almost they just swept. New if Orleans. New Orleans would have won here, you felt like they would be right in it. But now two and a half games back, you feel like New Orleans is done. I think it's a season ending loss. For he, New I, I do too. And and the, and the fact that that Carolina is still very much in this. Uh, what they released Baker Mayfield today. Mm-hmm. You know, and PJ Walker is questionable to come back. Still doing with that ankle. By the way. Carolina is in Seattle uh, next week. Carolina getting about three and a half, pretty much market consensus. Atlanta on the buy. So a massive game for Carolina next week. Kind of like Carolina took a plus six yesterday. I kind of do too. Look, I went against Seattle yesterday and it was just, you know, not that I love the Rams. I knew what they were missing. But when you, when you give up 600 yards the week before, Aaron Judge, yes, down there in Tampa. We'll Do you want to it. sign for a Florida team or something? I, I, I know. Uh, I mean, that's where the Yankees' uh, spring training facility is. But, uh, you know, yeah. Well, but, but what we were saying about Seattle, yeah. I couldn't lay – you couldn't lay seven with Seattle on the road yesterday. No. Just When you give up 600 yards to the Raiders. No, you couldn't. No. There were temptations, and I thought about it, but I was like, I, in principle, I just can't do yeah. this. I can't do it. Yeah, but, I'm glad I didn't. But but they, they did get a win, though. Yeah. They did get it late. So uh, Rams with a good effort, but Seattle with the win. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it, it's going to be interesting, and I think um, as we go to break and we wrap up the, the show in the next segment, I want to kind of talk about what's next for New Orleans because heading into the bye week, this was your chance mm-hmm. to get back into this NFC South race. Had they won tonight, they'd be a half game back, split the season series with the Bucks. And then after the bye, you have the game hosting the Atlanta Falcons. But now you fall to four and nine. And now you're three and a half back of Tampa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's such a massive swing. And it's a late bye week for a team. You start to wonder. Are they going to want to come back? Are they going to be like. You really do. You start to wonder. And and, and that's the question now because some of these underdogs that are getting big numbers, they could look attractive on the surface. Yeah. But then you also. You don't know what their motivation is. New Orleans isn't a team I'm going to really want a part of late in the season. That's kind of the vibe that I have about this New Orleans team. We'll talk more about the Saints and other teams who potentially might go 1-2-3 Cancun as we end the stretch here in the NFL season. Come on back. Final segment of Easton Live Bet tonight. 
Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, bro. (laughs) This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. 
Welcome back. This segment of VEASAN Live Bet tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. If you're a smoker or dipper who's tried to make a change, no one would blame you for thinking all newer nicotine products have one thing in common. They don't work. They're either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches, they might surprise you. Unlike other forms of nicotine, Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Its upper lip pouch means you don't have to spit. So, dippers, you can throw away those spit bottles. And smokers, you might be surprised to learn that Zen offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Plus, Zen is low profile enough to enjoy anywhere, anytime. You might be surprised how simple and satisfying Zen really is. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <laughs> Might close out the show with that one. Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady, by the way, to also he'd passed Peyton Manning for the fourth mm-hmm. quarter OT comebacks. He also tied Dan Marino, if I was reading that right. The graphic went away uh, for 20. Uh, is that 20 overall wins on Monday Night Football? That I, I saw something about 20, 20 or 21 wins yeah. on Monday Night Football in his career which is pretty damn impressive uh, given that his teams usually only play on Monday night about one or two times at most since right. Monday, Monday night. Yeah, still most wins by a quarterback on Monday night football, uh, Tom Brady and Dan Marino tied at 20. Wow. Well, congratulations to Brady. Uh, yet another record in his uh, illustrious career that will definitely end in Canton, Ohio. Um, welcome back. This is Beeson Live Bet tonight. Femi Betfay alongside Wes Reynolds' final segment. Coming up after us at the top of the hour, the Greg Peterson experience with our buddy, Greg Peterson, he'll wrap up the day in sports, including that Gonzaga close win over Kent State. Yeah, and uh, by the way, another ranked team trying to hang on late, too. That is San Diego State, the Aztecs up on Troy. Just uh, looking at the score here, 54-51, 139 left to go. The uh, Trojans uh, gave Arkansas a game. I was on them last week at Arkansas, didn't play it tonight. But uh, Scott Cross has a decent team down there in Troy, and Troy, the Sun Belt football Mm -hmm. champion as well. Uh, uh, One thing... uh, I don't know what the max was at DraftKings, but I think the Bucks were as high as plus twenty five hundred on the live money line. Wow, when they were in down. the fourth quarter when they were down sixteen to three. Probably when they punted. Yes, down sixteen. Probably to three. when when we when we called Todd Bowles a coward, which is still and I true. had the cowardly lion Jeff, and that is still true by the way. I mean, they still they shouldn't, have, they, the shouldn't have, they shouldn't have punted the ball. Like yes, maybe you don't need the heroics dude, of a last dude, second you touchdown. Know, you know what and. I'm not asking you to be like, you know, like you work for PFF or Football Outsiders or something and be totally numbers, numbers, numbers. But get with the times, Jethro. It's 2022. What what are you doing? This is not the same game as it was in 1982. Adapt or die. I, I, yeah, exactly. Adapt or perish, isn't that? Wasn't that the uh, Triple H's little stable evolution <laughs> with Ric Flair and Randy Orton and uh, Dave Batista? Adapt or perish. Adapt or perish, daddy. Shout, shout out to Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Maybe getting his buddy William Regal back uh, oh, here uh, very shortly. But anyway, I digress. It's all about that pedigree. Yes. Um, it's it's just interesting, though, that people still push back on all that stuff. But I, it's just. I, I just. You, you can't. <laughs> use Just use you, common you, sense. You can't trust your defense. I don't, yeah. I don't care if you have pro bowlers lined up. I don't care if you have like Lawrence Taylor and Ronnie Lott mm. and Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, you know, and fill in the blanks. If you have 11 all pros on that defense, you can't do that just with the way the game is officiated. 
exactly. the way the rules are. It's like you're always going to get illegal contact or illegal use of hands or pass interferences. They've designed these rules to f- and enforce these rules to favor the offenses. Mm-hmm. They do not want 13 to 10 games. They do not want low scoring games. Look, I like low scoring games <laughs> like this when it's really great defense. You know, but oftentimes it's really bad offense. Yeah, this was just bad offense. Yes. I I, I, there were some moments of great, even like Cam Jordan coming from behind to punch the ball mm-hmm. out. Like that's a moment of brilliance there from a defender. But uh, by and large, tonight it was just bad offense. And you know what? Hey, that's that's yeah. what happened. But I, I think it's interesting though because they're showing the Saints' schedule right now. They're going on the bye week. Then they host the Falcons at Browns at Eagles, hosting the Panthers to close it out. Yeah. And the Saints are kind of in that danger zone of you start to question motivation. Of are, of are they going to come back, especially yeah. when you get a bye week late in the season? So late, man. This Look, is, they're playing vacation. What do you think like, they're doing there in the bye week? Like if you're Washington, the commanders, and you know you just came off a tie where you got lucky – this is probably a good time to have a bye yeah, week. They're dialed in. Yeah, you still got a lot to play for. You still have a great chance to at least get a wild card. I think the division's probably out of reach, but you still have a great chance for that. But, you know, some of these teams that are hanging by a thread, like mm-hmm. Indianapolis. You wonder. Like Green Bay. Makes you wonder. Like Chicago. Like mm-hmm. is Green Bay, is Aaron Rodgers? I mean, now is he going to go? That's going to be an interesting team because is he going to be willingly – We'll, you know, go to the bench and, hey, we got to get a look at this guy. I'm probably thinking Aaron Rodgers isn't going to do that. He's probably doing that Ayahuasca stuff or whatever during the bye week. Yeah, you know, at- Atlanta, look, they're they're hanging by a thread. Uh, they had a close loss against Pittsburgh yesterday that they really needed to win that game. Chicago, we know, you know, it's been, it's been a rough season for those guys. Fields did come back. Mm-hmm. But they had Green Bay at seemingly beat yesterday. And then Rodgers, I own you. And he owned him again, even <laughs> even this Green Bay team, you know. So like my, my Bears fans friends are like, even this horrible Packers team still can't get them, still kick our butts. It's 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 pretty wild. And I, there's a team this week that's playing, the Houston Texans. Now they're taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Probably a very, very sleepy, sleepy, sleepy spot for Dallas. Because doesn't Dallas have uh, <laughs> Philadelphia the so very following week? They have at Jacksonville, then Philadelphia. Oh, okay. So Because they have the three straight AFC yeah. South. Yeah. But they just come off of a primetime game where they scored 54. Everyone's patting them on the backside. Yeah. They're hanging out with Odell Beckham tonight at the Mavericks game, recruiting him. Yeah. It's I w- a sleepy spot for Dallas. I, like, I wouldn't be wanting to lay it, but do I want to take it? I, Not I, really. I don't, yeah, I don't think you could take it either, just because you don't know what the motivation – is going to be mm-hmm. for the Houston Texans. Like these guys, like, like they're human beings. And they, and oftentimes we forget that they're human beings. They and, have families. And they tried last they, week against yes. Cleveland because oh, they didn't want their old quarterback to no. beat them. It was and, a Super Bowl. And, you right. know, the fact that the that the Cleveland Browns didn't score an offensive touchdown yeah, and still beat them and still, still, covered, and still covered the game, by the way, <laughs> yeah. uh, as a matter seven of fact. Seven and a half, I think, is what they covered. And, and now, you know, speaking of that, now you're seeing the adjustment because Cincinnati, price to the moon. After they do the Kansas City Chiefs three times now, by the way, in a calendar year, they've beaten Kansas City. Three and a half, now six. I think that might be going up. I'd wait if you like Cleveland because that's kind of like the little smelly, stinky spot that I come in, you know, would be willing to come in on a team that looks like they're overmatched. Yeah. I actually think Cleveland's kind of live in that game. I do, too. I do, too. They might win that. <laughs> yeah, it's like Watson, this is now his second start. Yeah. Keep in mind, Cleveland beat Cincinnati, and they ran the ball really well on Cincinnati, and I think mm. this team can still run the ball, even though they didn't have any 
offensive points yesterday. Like, surprise, surprise, Watson was bad after not starting a game in 700 days. Like, yes. what, what did you expect to see out there? Yes. Uh, that's, that's why I stayed yeah. away from that. And, like, and, I, I and they're thinking, oh, because it's Houston, I'm like, uh, you know, them dudes on scholarship too, right? Exactly, yeah. And, like, this guy just hasn't played. Uh, I think the more he plays, the more mm-hmm. dangerous that team is going to become. And we'll actually see, maybe it's week 17, week 18, what the potential could be for 2023 right. for the Cleveland Browns, which could be a very scary outfit with uh, Watson, at quarterback, one of the pieces that are surrounding him. But I, I think this situation with Houston and then others, when we get around the holiday, and we were talking about it during the break here as we got a couple minutes left here on the show, players, they're not going to quit on game day. On a Sunday, a Thursday, a Monday, you, I don't think you'll ever see guys quit because if you quit in a football game, you have a risk of getting hurt. So you don't right. want to do that. But I think where you see guys mail it in is the preparation. The Tuesday, are you doing your film stuff? Are you doing right. your rehab? The Wednesday, house practice. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, walkthroughs. Mm-hmm. What are those like? I think that's kind of where you can see guys yes. mail it in. No, and, and that that's a, what shows that, up. That was a great point you made during the break, and it kind of reminds me a little bit. We talked about all these variables of bowl games in college mm-hmm. football. It's not just, okay, the portal. It's not just the NFL draft. It's it's the motivation, you know, the team and an individual motivation. It's like, okay, I know I got to take finals, so I got to make grades to stay eligible. And then am I really going to be busting and hauling ass during conditioning? Where you see these linemen, they you know, and you know somebody with a belly like me knows, <laughs> linemen get these bellies over finals week. I said, should we be conditioning? No, nah, just come over. We'll just crush some beers. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you can see it, and and I mean, and look, I look, I've seen it with some of these teams in the bowl games how yeah. slow these linemen are that look so athletic during the season. That holiday feast is just a little too good. <laughs> Can't pass it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we'll make that a pro tip, though. Just be wary of some of these big underdogs down the stretch of the season. Saints might be grouped into that uh, category as well um, after they come back from their bye. Because sometimes, while it seems like it's a lot of points and a valuable bet, maybe it's not if the team just does not give a damn about the game and they're eliminated from playoff contention. But that does it for us here on this Monday night. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Bebefe. For our producer, Elliot Bowman, and the entire crew behind the glass, we wish you all the best of luck. Coming up next, a Greg Peterson experience here on VCMV Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. 
In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March, and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 